0: This is your host, Victoria, and in today's episode, I'm going to be going through how we can make the most of the last four months of the year. As usual, I would love to know where in the world you are and what you are doing as you listen to this episode, so take a quick picture of where you're at right now and tag me on Instagram, at Victoria Sardain. I would love to see. I've been seeing a lot of pictures of you guys going for walks by the lake or in the forest or cooking while you're listening to this, so keep them coming, I love it. Enjoy the episode, guys. Welcome to the Victoria Sardine podcast, where you'll discover actionable tools, tips, and tricks, as well as inspiring conversations to support you to change your own reality. We all have immense personal power within us. We all have the ability to be the person we look up to the most and take charge of our lives and our future sometimes we just need a little insight a little change of perspective and a friendly nudge to take the step are you ready hey guys today we are talking about how we can make the most of the last four months of the year yes you've heard right there are only four months left and even less than that once this episode comes out we're at about mid-september So about three and a half months left of the year which is both crazy and a little bit terrifying but at the same time is a huge opportunity for us to take this moment right now to stop, to pause and to really think about how we can make the most of these last few months of 2021. So what I'm going to be doing in this episode is bringing you through five different ways we can really make the most of our time and actually make time slow down a little bit to really enjoy the time we have left of this year. And at the end, I'm going to be leaving you with a few reflection questions for you to be able to really concretely put these things in place let's begin with the first one and this is not going to be new to anybody especially if you've listened to last week's podcast episode or you've been following my monthly challenge on instagram and it is to set daily intentions i spoke about this in depth in last week's episode if you have not listened to it yet then i really recommend you do i'll put the link in the show notes below but the idea is to really set an intention every single day in the morning of how you want to show up today an intention is not a goal it's not something you specifically want to do it's something you really want to keep in mind it's how you want to act how you want to be the kind of energy you want to bring around you and the idea is really to stop living on autopilot a lot of the time we are living on autopilot which is why we arrive to december and think where the hell is the year gone so doing daily intentions really allows us to consciously engage in the day ahead and consciously decide who we will be and how we will show up into our day. It's what allows us to guide our energy into a specific direction. And that can really change the way that we act. It can change how we interact. It can change the things we do and ultimately can have a big impact in how our day turns out simply by the intention that we set for ourselves when we start. Setting daily intentions is a great way to also slow down time. As I said, instead of living on autopilot, we all of a sudden become incredibly conscious of the power that we have to have an impact on the day ahead. How every instance, every moment is a choice for who we wanna be, how we wanna be, how we wanna act, how we wanna show up. And that really allows us to slow down time by consciously engaging in every moment. And it can really shift the outcome of the rest of your year if you get into this habit of really being intentional of how you want to spend your days So that is the first one, it is setting daily intentions. And if you don't know where to start, then simply have a look over on Instagram. I'm posting intentions every day, and I'm encouraging you to share yours with me so we can really go through this challenge together. It's a great way of doing this as a little challenge. It forces us to really do it every single day for a month. And that way it's something that becomes ingrained a lot more naturally within us when we've pushed ourselves to maybe do it a little bit more than we ever would have otherwise. Number two is to celebrate the little wins. And this is so important because it's something that we so often forget to do. We forget to realize that every single day is a stepping stone towards our year and towards our life. And when we let these little wins, these tiny little accomplishments, these steps forward completely pass us by, once again, we feel like time is escaping us. And I read a quote ages ago, and it really stuck in my head, and it was that sometimes life is so subtle we don't even notice that we're walking through the doors we once wished would open. And I know that I can completely relate to this, and I'm sure that many of you can as well, and simply by thinking back, what is something that you have now that you once wished for, that you once longed for? Yet, where was that little celebration? Where was that moment where we acknowledged, wow, I actually took a step forward here. I made a huge achievement. And the truth is that if you're constantly waiting for somebody else to pat you on the back in order for you to feel proud of what you're doing, then you'll be waiting forever. Because a lot of the time, the only person we actually really want to make proud is ourselves. And even if we do have somebody else to tell us that they're proud of us, then we so often dismiss that. We so often don't even acknowledge it. We so often push it back and it doesn't even fully soak in until we feel proud of ourselves. So that's something that we can all work on is celebrating the little wins. And concretely, how can we do that? Well, you could do it through journaling, right? Every day you can write down something that went well or something you're proud of yourself for, or a little win, you could potentially do it weekly, even in your notebook or do it at the end of the month. And you can also find ways to actually make little celebrations for every little win that might occur. And you can even make it into a little event. It's natural to maybe go out for dinner to celebrate, I don't know, getting a new job or finishing a degree or something like that. But what if we were to make these little celebratory events for even the little wins, right? Noticing every single one, every little stepping stone. And you know what? It doesn't have to be something as big as a huge dinner party, even telling ourselves, I'm gonna have a celebratory lunch or a celebratory coffee out to celebrate that I finished my report or that I got a new client or that the conversation with my superior went really well or even something as simple as had a really long day, proud of myself, I'm gonna have, I don't know, a celebratory shower. So if you're the kind of person that struggles To Be proud of the accomplishments that you've done if you're the kind of person that you feel like it's never enough never enough that you're Incredibly demanding with yourself Then this is something to practice What are the little wins that you can celebrate more regularly and how can you bring even just teeny little celebrations? To really notice the milestones to notice time going by to notice every little stepping stone that you add in the path of your life? and I would just like to touch a little bit further on this and really thinking look if you're really struggling to ever feel proud of yourself or you're the kind of person that constantly is making excuses every time somebody compliments something that you've done or says that they're proud of you then if you keep making excuses if you keep dismissing the positive things they say then they'll simply stop and that's a hard truth that sometimes we need to face a lot of the time, if we don't accept kind words, we don't accept compliments, we don't accept other people telling us that they're proud of us, then we see it in a way as being incredibly humble. But I think we need to flip that coin over and really say, you know what? It's harming nobody other than ourself. It's harming our confidence. It's harming our self-worth. And it's really an opportunity that is completely missed. We're letting our life pass us by how about instead of dismissing the little wins, instead of ignoring them and always focus on what's more, what's more, what's more? We think, let's stop, let's celebrate, let's soak it in. And that will give us the energy, the confidence, and the feeling of self-worth to keep moving forward and to keep making little wins in the path of our life. Number three is to do monthly reflections. And I love monthly reflections because once again, they can really slow down time. We can get to the end of the year and not even remember what, let's say March was or what even happened in March, right? But if we take time at the end of the month to really sit down, to think about it and to really reflect on the month, then we anchor those memories down further. And you can do this in lots of different formats. You can do some journaling and go through a few questions, maybe asking yourself, what went well? What did you love? What was your favorite moment? Who did you love spending time with? What's something that you've learned? And by reaffirming these moments, by really thinking about them in depth, by taking that moment of reflection where, let's say you're thinking about a question what was your favorite moment then you're revisiting all the moments of the month in your head in order to find that favorite moment so it really becomes a time where we can relive those past experiences and anchor them in further and really realize what every month has brought us throughout the year and it really brings about this sense of slowing down time And so there's lots of different ways we can do this as i said you can do it through journaling reflection questions you can maybe talk to somebody about it make it a thing with you and your significant other that that's something that you reflect on at the end of the month or with a friend or you can even do something like a photo collage or put together i don't know an instagram post with a few photos or make a reel or whatever it is that floats your boat finding a way to really reflect over the month think about it and remember what actually happened to not let it slip you by and at the end of this month so the end of september in my october newsletter i'm actually going to be providing a little guidebook on doing a monthly reflection and really anchoring in some of those important moments of the month of september so if you're not yet on my mailing list then you'll find a link in the show notes as well to join it and that way you'll be able to get my monthly newsletter at the end of this month and be able to do your september reflections the fourth way that we can really make the most of the last four months of the year is to sneak in little moments of presence. So being incredibly present. And we don't necessarily want to be fully present all the time. If you've listened to my podcast series on time, I did a podcast episode all about living in the present, living in the past, and living in the future. So a series of three different episodes. and. What's interesting with time in general, it's that as humans, we time travel with our mind, which is absolutely incredible and fascinating. And each moment of time that we can time travel to in our minds brings us something special. It's important to be able to live in the future, to do things now that our future self will thank us for, right? That's how we set ourselves up for future success at the same time it's important to reflect over the past just like the previous point i just mentioned it can really anchor in memories anchor in lessons make sure that we not only remember what happened but it builds us up to be a wiser and stronger version of ourselves in the future but there's equally the importance of living in the present and living in the present can really slow down time because all of a sudden we're no longer measuring our time in minutes and seconds but we're measuring it in moments And if you haven't listened to the podcast episode on the present, I really recommend you do because I speak about this in much more detail. But I really love this idea of what if we were to measure our day in moments? How many little moments can we find? Maybe it's just a whiff of the smell of a flower or a sound, or maybe it's a song, or maybe it's a little moment of conversation, or maybe it's a smile, or maybe it's Just these little tiny moments that, in terms of how much time they take up, are insignificant. But when we're able to be incredibly present and notice them hyper-consciously, then they become incredibly important. And they can make our day feel so full and so rich. Maybe with this tip, you can actually find a specific time of your day in which you want to remind yourself to be fully present. Maybe it's when you're commuting, when you're on the train, telling yourself, okay, when I'm on my train ride, I don't look at my phone. I simply look out the window and I try being incredibly present. And I don't let my mind wander to, what am I gonna cook for dinner? Or to, what did that person in the meeting mean when they said that comment yesterday, right? You're really practicing being fully present in a specific moment. For me, Personally, we've been in Bangkok now for a month, and every once in a while we'll take scooter taxis to go around, and I always tell myself when I'm in the scooter taxi to remember to be fully present. It's my moment where, realistically, I feel incredibly out of control, since I'm on the back of a scooter in the middle of (laughs) a hectic city, and I have no control as to how the driver is going to drive or what's gonna happen. And I always tell myself in these instances, be present and I really soak it all in and I don't think about, is he veering too much to the left or is there traffic ahead or whatnot? I'm really thinking, be present. And I soak it in and those scooter taxi rides always feel like they last forever because I'm so present during the moment. So that would be the fourth one. It's sneaking in moments of presence. And the fifth and last way that I really think we can Make the most of these last four months of the year is by challenging ourselves. It's by stepping outside of our comfort zones and it's about doing something new. And when it's something new, naturally it might be something hard. And this is where I have a little bit of a qualm with the kind of self care movement. And I've spoken about this in a previous podcast episode as well. I'll link it in the show notes about how we've become incredibly soft with ourselves and i understand this idea that yes we need to be gentle with ourselves we need to be kind with ourselves we need to be careful with ourselves but my qualm with this is that if we're so careful with ourselves to not ever do anything that's difficult to not ever do something that's going to make us uncomfortable then are we not somewhere saying subconsciously to ourselves that we are weak, that we are incapable, that we can't overcome challenges, is that not something that we're kind of telling ourselves subconsciously? if we are really taking on this perception that we need to be incredibly, incredibly careful and soft and gentle and we cannot put ourselves into uncomfortable situations. And it's crazy because when we take the idea that we should speak to ourselves the way we speak to a friend We rarely suggest our friends to stay in a comfort zone that's not necessarily serving them simply because it's comfortable. So an example would be if you have a friend in, let's say, a really unhealthy relationship, but it's really comfortable and they've been in it for ages. Very few of us would actually recommend that friend to just stay there because it's comfortable and because it's easier. Most of us would actually probably try and encourage that friend to say, look, I know it's hard, but if you've been contemplating getting out of this unhealthy relationship, you know, I'm here to support you and you'll be okay and it'll be uncomfortable and it'll be hard for a little bit, but in the end, it'll be for the good. That's something we would recommend to a friend. Why is it something that we shy away from from ourselves? And the truth is that when we stick to our comfort zone again and again, that's where we end up on autopilot. That's where time just flies by. That's where we feel like, where has the time gone and what have I done? I've just done the same thing over and over again. We know that when we do something new, it slows down time, right? I'm sure, I don't know, if you've ever been skiing for the first time, their first slope feels like it lasts an eternity because... It takes so long to go down and you're worried and conscious at every step or your first yoga class must have felt endlessly long i know for me my first spinning class i still remember it because it was literally endless and i think it was only 30 minutes but i remember every single moment of it because i kept looking at my clock and it felt so long because it was something new and it was something i hadn't done. So sometimes diving into the unknown, doing something new, doing something challenging is the most real form of self-love that we can possibly try. So if you really wanna slow down time over the next four months, do something new, do something challenging, pick something up you've never done, start looking at things in a different way. That's really how you can make the next four months incredibly memorable, because you know that there will be growth there. There is growth in the uncomfort zone. There is change and you can finish the year thinking wow you know maybe yes it's gone by fast but I am a completely different person. I can't even believe that 2020 was only 12 months ago. It feels like it was three years ago considering the amount that I've grown and I've changed and I've developed and if that's something that speaks to you, if that's something that you want to engage in, if that's something that gives you a little tickle in your belly where you're thinking, okay, I need to do this. I need to challenge myself. I need to try something new. Then the self mastery solution is my group coaching program. And we're starting our last intake of the year at the end of September. It's a small cohort of handpicked people who are incredibly motivated, who are ready to embark into something new, who are ready to participate, to be engaged and to make the most, of the last few months of the year, and to really involve themselves into discovering themselves, into making change. We have live group coaching sessions every week. We have continuous communication and ongoing resources. And another little bonus that I haven't actually mentioned before, but once you join the Self Mastery Solution Program for three months, you actually get access to continuous training and education for one full year so for a full year you get a sequence of different guest speakers coming to give trainings and you get to feed off the community for one full year so if you do want to challenge yourself if you want to get into the habit of doing more reflection if you want to practice moments of presence and learn more about how you can master your time if you really want to get over this internal battle of never feeling like you're doing enough and get in the habit of celebrating your wins. And if you want to live intentionally, we do all of those things and more in the Self Mastery Solution Program. So if you are interested, as I said, it's a small cohort for this last one of the year. So find the link in the description below, send me a message and let me know that you are interested. So we've gone through five different ways you can make the most of the last four months. And what I wanna leave you now is with five reflection questions for you to really be able to actually implement these five tips into your life over the next few months. The first one is around those daily intentions. So my question for you is how and when will you be setting those daily intentions? Will you be setting them when you're in the shower, when you're doing your meditation? Will you be writing them down in a journal by your bed? How and when will you set your daily intentions? And feel free to send me message on Instagram to let me know you're joining the challenge and we can share our intentions with each other every day as well number two is when will you celebrate your little wins and not only when will you celebrate your little wins but what is one little win that you can celebrate today maybe something that's gone well so far today maybe something that's already gone well this week or this month and what's a small little celebration maybe it's something you're already going to do let's say you're already planning on having a nice dinner with a friend just Bring it up. Make a toast to that little win that you want to celebrate. Number three, how and when will you be doing your monthly reflections? Will you be writing them in a journal? Will you be making a little video? Will you be doing a photo montage? As I said, I will have a monthly reflection guide in my October newsletter. So if you want to do it by written, then that will be a great way for you to do that. The fourth question is what is a moment of your day in which you can be present? Is it when you're commuting? Is it when you're in the shower? Is it when you're sipping on your coffee? How can you be incredibly present in one specific moment of your day? And the fifth and last question is how are you going to challenge yourself? What is something new that you're gonna take on? What is something that you know is out of your comfort zone that you've maybe been toying with for a bit that you really need to tell yourself, you know what, there is four months left of the year, I'm doing this. This is how I'm gonna make these last four months count. This is how I'm going to make them memorable. And this is how I'm going to grow and change and end 21 as a fuller, stronger, and more aligned version of myself. So I hope that this podcast was interesting, guys. I would love to know which of these five specific tips spoke to you the most, which is the one that you really want to anchor in over the next four months. As I mentioned previously, the last cohort of the year for my Self Mastery Solution program is starting in the last week of September. Send me a quick message if you do want to learn more and save your spot. And until then, guys, I'll see you next week for a brand new episode.